everyone, it's Tiff, and welcome to the Hey, It's Tiff podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Marie, and this is the first of hopefully many pods that I will be recording. I don't have the fancy technology, but I have myself and an interest in this, just like a million other people in the world. So I've decided to join the bandwagon and start a podcast. I am not a celebrity. I am not an expert. I am not in any way, shape, or form. I don't want to say talented, but uh, I'm just a regular chick. And I like to share my thoughts. I like to hear other people's thoughts. Listening to podcasts is something that is a part of what I like to call the pillars that keep me up. And what I mean by that, we all have things in life that we go through and I have my baggage just like I'm sure everybody does. And over the course of my life, I've figured out things that I can do to mitigate um, the residue from all that. And so the pillars that keep me up are the things that I do for self-care that make me feel good, that have proven to be beneficial for me in mental health, you know, kind of ways, physical ways, spiritual ways. And so one of the pillars that keeps me up, which is, I'm going to get to my point here, is podcasts because I get to expand my mind and hear just about the most random fascinating things or things that I need to like becoming more aware of social justice or things that are just fun like I listen to a ton of bachelor podcasts um, or things that I haven't thought about like conspiracy theories so I want to start one because it really doesn't matter if nobody ever listens to it it's just kind of like a documentation of my thoughts for me and I'm going to interview people in my life that I find interesting and just shoot the shit with them. And yeah, I'm going to cuss on this podcast because I'm not going to be sponsored by anybody probably. So I don't really give a shit. And even if I were going to be sponsored, I would have to cuss. And so I don't know what that would look like, but yeah, I'm not I'm not even going to get into that because we're not there yet, but I want to talk to people that I know and find fascinating and just shoot the shit. I don't know what I'm saying. This is the first one, so it's going to be a little chop chop. But yeah, if you know me, you know that I am a Leo. I'm very outgoing, but I'm also very introverted. I think that my true self is introverted just with like an outgoing like speckle. And so I really get recharged by being home and alone and for days like that. I really don't like being around people um, that I don't choose to be around. And that's just because I have like a sponge tendency to kind of soak in the energy of everyone around me. And that includes a lot of negative energy. And as this podcast unfolds, you'll understand why but I can't even go to the grocery store really uh because it just makes me want to die like with anxiety and that's because of the bright lights that's because of the people everywhere people start to like are are having a lot of outbursts at grocery stores these days it's happened like every single time I go and I just like can't with that energy I don't know what I'm looking for it's just 
a place I don't like to go. I don't like to go to Target. I don't like, like, I like to go out and eat, but that's like an organized experience where people have to stay away from you and you only have to talk to the waiter. And yeah, I just like, when I'm with people, I want to make them happy. I want to take whatever issues they have away. I want to impress them. I just, it's all these sorts of things that I'm working on. So that's why when I'm alone, I feel my best because I'm not influenced by anybody but myself. And that's when I'm my most authentic. With that said, I do have a good core group of people that I invite into my life and understand me. And I'm sure that if anyone else out there has anxiety, they know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to talk to those people. I'm going to talk to myself. I have a fabulous therapist who I probably won't be able to ever interview because boundaries. Um, But she's one of the pillars that keeps me up. Let's just talk about all the pillars that keep me up, I guess, today. OTF, which is Orange Theory Fitness. Some people hate that I call it OTF. I don't really give a shit. Um, Orange Theory Fitness, if I had to say that every single time I mentioned it, it would take me forever to say. And honestly, I like the acronym OTF. So I'm sure you've seen those around. They're like these little orange fitness centers that are group activities. And I don't know why I'm explaining it like that. If you want to know what it is, Google it. It's an exercise program where you pay a ton of money and you go and you work out in a 60 minute class setting and you go on the treadmill, a rower, and you lift weights. It's the only thing I've found that has been something I can stick to. And even that's been kind of difficult, but I've stuck to it more than other things. It's expensive. People say it's kind of quote unquote culty because, you know, people are fanatic, fanatic about it. Um, but I, like it because it works for me and involved but I'm not you know it doesn't consume my whole life so that's one of the pillars therapy is one of the pillars podcasts are one of the pillars antidepressant I'm on an antidepressant if that's TMI for you okay leave I'm so sorry but I have figured out that in my life I have been on antidepressants on and off and I've tried two different ones just so you guys know if you're unfamiliar with what they do They just increase your flexibility, and they do that by increasing your serotonin in the brain, which just makes you more flexible to the nuances of life. I think antidepressants get bad reps. I've found that if I'm not on the lowest dose of Lexapro, which is what I'm on, I get very dark, and by that I mean a little bit suicidal. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. However, I had years and years of guilt and shame, and that's why I was on and off, because I felt like I didn't want to be on something. But I think that it's okay to be on it right now, because it's helping me, and it by no means takes away everything I go through. Obviously, I still can't even make it to the grocery store, but I combine it with therapy, I combine it with all these other things, and right now it's working for me. Will I be on it forever? I don't know. I hope not. I, I, I mean, I hope that I get to a place where perhaps some of the demons go away and I don't need it. But right now it's working for me. And so I'm not going to feel any type of way about that other than grateful. Um, I've had people shame me for that and I just think it's bullshit. So if you're one of those people that wants to shame people for that, this isn't the podcast for you. And I, you can happily leave. Like I really really don't want any negative Nancy's in this space and we accept people for where they're at here so number one that's what we're about if you don't like it there are literally so many podcasts find a different one okay 
Thank you. A little bit more about me. I am from Northern California. I went to school for my bachelor's in San Diego, and I graduated in 2014 from San Diego State. Then I stayed there for a couple more years, and then I went to graduate school in Northern California, and I'm here still now. So I'm not going to say exactly where that is because I don't want any creepers to come find me, even though they probably won't, but you never know in 2021. Yeah, so I went to graduate. I went to, let's just say, I got my bachelor's in communication, and then I got my master's in counseling psychology with an emphasis in marriage and family therapy from, I can say the school, the University of San Francisco. Then I was a school-based therapist for two years. The first year I worked in an elementary school, and the second year I worked in a middle school, and that literally means providing therapy on a school campus. We're going to talk a lot about therapy on this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about what grad school was on this podcast. We're going to talk about all the things. But I will say it was one of the most rewarding and challenging experiences of my life. I am no longer doing therapy at this time. I'm still a registered associate MFT and PCC, which just means that I'm basically once you get your master's, you have to complete 3,000 hours in the field to be licensed. So I was working towards my hours of being a licensed marriage and family therapist and a licensed professional clinical counselor, which was that PCC I just mentioned, which is just another set of initials behind your name and is more recognized in other states should I ever move out of California. That's why I was collecting hours just to give myself the option because some states don't recognize marriage and family therapist as much as California does. But let's be real, I'm probably never going to move. So I'm probably, if I do go back to therapy, not going to continue counting hours for PCC because those started a year after I was allowed to count MFT. It's a whole thing. But yeah, I've only done one kind of therapy, but it rocked my world and I had to take a time out. And that's what I've been doing since June of 2020. Yeah. Obviously, COVID happened, that contributed to things, but mostly, I just don't want to go back yet. Every time I see a job posting about an associate therapist, I just want to barf. And so I'm going to listen to my gut because uh, that's not a good sign. Why would I apply to that? You know what I mean? I went through hell and it had to do with a lot of different things like my supervisors and other things, but... I'm just not ready and I don't think I would be in the right place to be a good therapist to anybody at this time. So I'm just trying to find this time to find myself. Um, If you're wondering what I've been doing for the last year, I bought a house with my boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Hi, I haven't mentioned that. If you don't know me, my boyfriend's name is Gabe and he and I have been together for, it'll be four years in July. We bought a house in June. So literally the same month I stopped working, which is kind of funny, but not really. It's not funny at all, actually. Anyway, I stopped working around then and I got really into decorating the house. Like that's been my jam. Like I'm not just talking like, oh, it's cute. No, no. I like made this house my job. When we moved in, I made sure there was not a single mark on any wall. I went around and hands and knees repainted every baseboard, every wall, everything I could touch. I cleaned, deep cleaned everything. And then I just interior decorated the shit out of it. And that took months. Like I would say maybe even this whole year, it's just now like completely done. I don't think there's 
anything else we could do besides like structurally changing the place. But I just mean it was very move in ready. And with that, I just made it a sacred oasis for us. Like it is a four bedroom, two and a half bath. It's just Gabe and I. My sister has moved in in the last two weeks and she'll be here for three months, but it's just Gabe and I really. And so we had four bedrooms and we were like, what the hell do we do with these? So obviously we have our master, which has one bathroom with it. And then I made an office, which is my favorite room. And if I get to the point of like, I don't know, having a Facebook page or some sort of somewhere where I can post stuff about this podcast, I will show pictures of my house because I find it to be this beautiful like boho 70s a little farmhouse and i mean a little okay i don't want a bunch but like a scotch farmhouse um vibes and it's very chill and zen but not i don't know you just need to see it so i would post pics then we have a music room which has a bunch of guitars and an extra twin bed and then we have our guest room which my sister is staying in now which I painted a wall in I also painted an accent wall in the office I did blackberry in the office and this pretty blue that kind of looks like I don't know the sky in the guest room so they're just so goddamn cute anyway the point is a lot of people commented on this and they were like you should do interior design and I was like okay Maybe I should, like, maybe that would be happy, make me happy. It's not stressful. I'm not calling CPS every week. I'm not dealing with, you know, very serious things. It should be a very big change and it seems to come naturally to me. Why not? So I got a job in the interior design space. And I don't know if I can call it that because I'm not really familiar with the whole field. It seemed like, like I literally dipped a pinky toe in. Like, it's a whole world that people go to school for, and I am not trying to go to any more school. So I literally was there for three months, and it was a staging company. They also did interior design, but I didn't see any of those projects. What I did was I staged, which meant I moved stuff from point A to point B. And point A was my boss's quote-unquote warehouse, which was her garage. She lived in a big like what I would call mansion that had three separate garage spaces and she kept all the stuff that you would need to stage a home in it. And for those who don't know, staging a home is like homes go on the market, the real estate market. They can be staged and this can help the listing make eight to 10% more. That's what I learned, but that that, uh, quote is probably wrong. But the idea is that when you stage your home to sell it, you make more money because people can vision envision what it's like to live there. And you don't put any personal items up. It's just like very clean, open design where you just help people see like, oh, this could be an office. Oh, this could be a cute little like nursery. And so that's what I did. I was not a design person that was going to require me to take some classes, which I would have been down for, but I ended up hating the job. So I didn't, but literally we moved stuff from point A to point B. And that meant like upstairs, downstairs, like tables, chairs, big stuff, like small stuff, the huge, huge stuff, like couches were delivered, but yeah, it was like pretty much being a pack mule and to each their own. Some people might love that. I didn't. I don't mind working physically, but like I was bent over all day there, like wrapping stuff. If we had to pack for a job, like there was no table or anywhere for me to wrap vases and things. And like we had to wrap every single thing because it's glass. And so I would just like 
bend over on her nasty ass garage floor and it was just I had to use my own car and it would be filled to the brim and like I couldn't even see out my rear view and I couldn't have a place to put my purse and I had to drive three hours every week out of the way and back just to fucking stage sorry oh I probably shouldn't say the f word on here but maybe I can but just to stage a home like I hated it I, I know it sounds like not that big of a deal but I also didn't like who I was working with, but that I'm not going to get into that. That's like a whole different podcast. And maybe I made, I made a friend out of it. So maybe I'll bring her on one of these days and we can, while protecting the identities of these people, talk about what the heck that was like and how we made friends. And I think that that's why I needed that experience because I met a friend. I did interior design and then I quit because I hated it. My boss was mean. She called me stupid and I broke my finger there and she didn't give a lick. So that's a really oversimplified short version of what happened, but yeah. So other than that, that's that's what I've been doing. I literally designed my house and then did staging for three months over the last year. That's it. Some people judge me for that and they say, why did you get your master's degree to do nothing? I don't have to answer them, but to you guys, I will answer that I'm not doing nothing. I'm completely finding myself. This is the first time in my life I haven't worked. I started working at In-N-Out at 16, and if you're not on the West Coast, In-N-Out Burger is a fast food place that's very popular and delicious, and I worked there for seven years, but that's not the point. I had three jobs in school every time, both both times, and I got so burnt out the years I was doing therapy. I was coming home and crying every night. I wanted to die, and there can't be enough said for the time I've had this last year to sit and reflect and be and figure out what I want to do and who I am because I used to just bust it out like in school that's just been what I do I bust it out and I like crush it and I have jobs and I do this and I was scared to stop because what would that mean about me like what would it mean if I spent all this time and money grad school is not cheap I was lucky enough to have my parents help me with uh, my bachelor's so that's paid off But grad school isn't cheap and I went to a private school and like no regrets, but I'm not using my master's degree right now. And for all of you who think that becoming a therapist means you're going to make a shit ton of money, that's a lie. It's some bullshit because I wasn't paid for the whole first year of that. And then when I was paid, it's nothing. It's nothing, nothing for the work that we do, my friend. So it's going to be years. And really what you have to do is get into private practice and even then, I'm not trying to deal with insurance. I'm not trying to, like, it's just not what I thought. Yeah, but I'm not doing nothing. I have been doing so much therapy, sometimes twice a week. And that's really the most important thing, I think, because I'm unpacking all of my shit. And I finally found a therapist. Her name is, well, I don't want to say what her name is. Should I say what her name is if I don't say her last name? I think it's fine. Her name is Pamela. And uh, we started working together right at the beginning of grad school. So literally 2016, I've been with her for years. I've had so many therapists. I've been in therapy since I was eight. I've pretty much hated them all except her. She completely has changed my life. And so I'm not joking. Every week I talk to her, I feel like I chip away more and more at why I am how I am and like this anxiety I experience all the time that I hide from the world. I have so much anxiety. I have panic attacks all the time and I don't want people to know that. But I think that I'm realizing that that's okay and to share even with the parts of my life that don't understand that, like my family. But it's okay to still show up as myself and be me and not hide from the world. 
And so that's a big part of what I'm learning and slowing down and not working has allowed me to do that. I realize I'm very privileged to be in this position and blessed and lucky and I'm grateful. And I felt really guilty for a long time, but that feels like wasting the opportunity. It's here. I'm here, whether I like it or not. I've made this call to take this time for myself so I can enjoy it or I can shit on myself the entire time. My choice. I look for jobs all the time and I feel like I always have to say that to justify, but I don't. I do look for jobs all the time, but I don't need to tell you that. Like, I don't need to, I don't know. I just, it's all good in the hood with what I'm doing. So anyway, I'm going to keep this first podcast short. I don't really know what I talked about and I'm going to go listen and see if this is even something I should do. I do enjoy talking to the camera. I've made a lot of videos in my life. Not in the last maybe three years, but I just want to see if this is it. Like, do I like this? And so that's what I'm doing. Hey, it's Tiff. You can listen. If I send this to you, you can send me questions that you want me to cover or feedback. If I send this to you, you're literally one of my nearest and dearest because this is personal bitches and this is vulnerable bitches anyway love you guys until next week you've been listening to hey it's tiff and ooh, i'm gonna come up with a theme song i have a song so i'm gonna like figure out how to cut a clip from that and get myself a theme song and maybe even a logo like oh my god how exciting okay sorry for real bye